get started again. Hi, welcome to the coffee celebration. It's Wendy Steinberg and Moira Reed, and this is take two. If you see one of those Hollywood platforms, if you can just pretend um, for some reason, my inability to um, excel in technology deleted our last episode. So we're taking it again. And um, she is, Moira is owner of Shine Free. She is an intuitive healer. She is my Reiki master. She's an empath. She is just, you know, when you're around people and, you know, their energy is very calm and engaging and you're just like, I want to be around that person. That's who this person is. Okay. So like every time I go um, and get Reiki done, it's like I leave and I, I feel lighter. I feel, and it's weird because I feel lighter and more grounded, which is just, I don't know. We'll explain it. I'm sure. Um, But tell us a little bit about yourself and how you found that your gifts were in this particular area. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, Again. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I was always interested in metaphysical, you know, things beyond and always went to psychics and palm readers and tarot readers from a young age. And uh, as much as I was into all of that, I never I, I didn't know what Reiki was or energy healing was. And I went to get a Reiki session I guess about 15 years ago now for the first time. And when, and I went for a physical reason, I went for my allergies actually, and she did help that. Um, But when she was working on me, I felt like I was floating on the table, which I wasn't uh, because I would open my eyes. I would like peek them open, like what is happening? I felt like my head and my hips, like my head was way to the right and my hips were way to the left, like not possible. And then I felt like I had arms coming off of my abdomen, like just extensions. And I felt like I was morphing into everything around me. Uh, It was really wild. I didn't know what was happening. I wasn't scared. My head, my neck was kind of crinked. It felt like when I would peek my eyes open, I was as straight as can be, but that was the only uncomfortable part. So I'm thinking I probably didn't completely let go. I must've been holding on to something. Um, but it was wild. And from that point, I would continue to go back to this woman and then other find other healers in the area. And then uh, years later, I went through a divorce and I was going to these energy healers more often because for me, it was more helpful than any therapist. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to become a Reiki master and I became a Reiki master, which was about a three month long process overall. And then when I started working on people, my intuition just completely opened up. So I always thought I was intuitive, um, but never really, I more joked about it really. But then when I started working on people, I could feel and sense and see physical pain and emotional pain, which really didn't surprise me, even though it was wild. 
Um, but then I had a deceased loved one come through of one of the persons I was working on and that I was like, okay, hold on, what is happening? So then that led me to take another nine month course where I learned how to open my intuition even more, get messages from the other side, learn more about angels, um, you know, who's coming through, how to receive messages. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to open up my own business. And I opened up my own business, started working out of my house and then a yoga studio. And then I finally got an, um, a healing space of my own. Oh my gosh. Okay. So as you're talking, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going back to when, cause I, in college, I think when we talked before in college, I would go to psychics and stuff and mm-hmm. How do you know, because I'm going to ask more questions as, because I love that very general recap, but we've got to zone in, um, <laughs> but, you know, because I'm all about the details, but how did yeah, you yeah. know you were getting a good reading? You know, people are going to say, oh, psychics are fake. My ex-husband is one. He thought it was a waste of money. Although I definitely felt that there is an energy connection and you do, when you get into those sacred spaces, there is some sort of transaction, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. But how did you feel at just beginning out that you were getting a good reading? I think I knew when there would just be specific things, if they would say something that there's just no way they would have known, you know? And then I think other people either too general or just, I don't know, you could just kind of tell, like she's just all over the place or this isn't right. Now right. I do there's one woman, you know, I used to be real when I would go, I wouldn't give a lot of information myself because I wanted to see, like, well, I want to see what they're going to say. And, you know, it is true if you trust to the person and really believe that they are getting psychic information, the more you do say, you actually do get more. Because there is one woman I remember, um, she was awesome. And looking back, I wish I would have given her more information and she would have been able to get more information. So I think when you trust the person and you know, they're legit, Mm -hmm. you really should not hold back from, because they're, you know, the other side, they're on a different frequency than us. So they're trying to work so hard to give us messages. So I I agree with that because I was just like you and recently, probably in the last couple of years, um, I, you know, connected with someone and we were doing a zoom session and I'm staring at her and she's staring at me and she, and I'm like, go. And she's like, that's not how it works. You got to give me a little bit more. She goes, if you just say go, all of this information comes at me. And she's like, I don't know where to focus. I don't know if you have questions. I don't know. Um, you know, you only have an hour, you know, so like, right. you, and it's so true. It's so true because I went in thinking, you know, the Montel or Mari Povich shows, you know, <laughs> that right. one lady, that Sandra lady, uh, whatever. And you do, you do need to say, I, you know, I want you to, to connect with my family and, you know, um, provide that information so that their gifts can be focused as to what you need in this very small amount of time. So, yeah. 
Um, is that your dog? Yes, I have. Oh, two. I love it. Sophie the pug is sleeping, so it's all good. Um, so when okay, when you were when you had that out of body experience and your hip was here, your shoulder was there, your neck is tight, but you see yourself. Did that come in alignment eventually? Like, was that part of the healing or did you just feel, was that just a reflection of how disjointed you felt at the time? Or yeah, reflection of how disjointed I was at the time. It might've been, you know, my masculine and my feminine energies maybe out of alignment, but yeah, I never did come back alignment in that session. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. I know the left side is your feminine side, right? And Correct. The, and the right is masculine. And are they really supposed to be in alignment? Because mine never are. I mean, we're supposed to work on balancing them. Yes. Because our, our feminine side is where all of our joy comes from, all of our creative energy, what we're really meant to do here on earth, our desires, hopes. We need our masculine side to get those things done. Like if you're a writer, you have all these ideas in your head, that's a feminine, that's from your feminine side, but we need our masculine energy to actually type it out or write it out. So that's why you want them working together. A lot of people who are go, 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 always on the go, never stopping, work, work, work. Their masculine side is overused and they're not allowing their joy to come out. If that makes sense. Yeah. You just described me. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So you said it was from that session where you really keyed in to pursuing this. Was that the turning point or was it something else I missed? Um, That was, I would say, a mystical experience that opened me up even more and got me looking at life in a different way. And then you know, going through the divorce was a major life change for me. And then becoming a Reiki master and working on people and really having my intuition open up even more. Yeah, just all kind of fell into place looking back. That's amazing. So we talked about this before, but um, the whole Reiki master, you said there's three, no, there's four levels, right? You become like a and it's, it's, it's the clearing of the energy, right? It's not. Yeah. Okay. I Reiki, it's an ancient Japanese healing modality and there's no religion associated with it. It is the idea that life force energy is in us, in all of matter, in everything. And we want that energy flowing through us. So I say, just like we want our bloodstream flowing properly, we want our energy flowing properly. they just want to be involved it's all good it's all good so okay the first level reiki though is that just like you you show up at a class and you're like i'm interested and then your your reiki master clears your energy as you were explaining this like it clears it so oh you're gonna go take care of your dogs okay it's good this is so professional isn't it um, yeah, you know, 
you get different attunements. That was the word. Okay. Yeah. Or attunements as you go for, you know, through the other stages. So, um, Reiki one, you get one attunement, Reiki two, you get another attunement, Reiki three, you get another attunement. And then, so Reiki three is a master practitioner, which is what I am. Reiki four, you get another attunement, which then you can teach. You can, you can teach someone to become a practitioner. You can give the attunements. So I am not that. I'm not a master teacher. I'm a master practitioner. So when, I mean, I know it's related to the chakras, right? Because when you do it on me, you're like, okay, you're, 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 what is this called? My eye, my middle eye. What is this? My third eye. Yeah. Okay. My middle eye. term for the lay person um you know you, you, you've in the past said like you got to open that up and you you know mm-hmm. and so you when you do I want to say it's almost like a scan but it's not when you yeah. start it is good. yes I mean I would say that's definitely a good term to use good mm-hmm. explanation it's like a scan I do I go through your body and see the different energy centers. So your crown chakra is at the top. That's how open you are, how connected you are. I can tell if people are open-minded, closed-minded, maybe scared of what is beyond. And then yes, your third eye, that's where all your intuition comes from, how much you trust your gut instincts. Right. And intuition is all different. Some people see things, some people hear things, some people just feel, some people just know. Uh, The throat chakra is, you know, if your throat chakra is balanced, we can voice our opinions, we can speak, we can say what, how we really feel. So I tell a lot of people that, you know, you can be a good speaker, but your throat chakra could still be blocked if you're not really being able to express how you feel. Right. And then your heart chakra. So sometimes I'll see emotional pain there, heartache, uh, anger there, depending. Your solar plexus is right under your rib cage. That's where all your confidence comes from. That's masculine energy. That's doing energy. Your sacral chakra is right under your navel. That is feminine energy. That's where your joy and creativity comes from. That's also where I see your inner child. So that's really cool when I look at your inner child. And then your root chakra is at the base of your spine. And that is where all your safety and security comes from. So if someone's very anxious, like that is, that for sure needs balanced. Because anytime you're anxious on some level, you don't feel safe. How, how come there's colors associated with chakras? Because I remember in college, I would go to these metaphysical fairs because that was my jam. And they would have these tall chakra candles and like, and there were, there were seven layers, seven colors. And as it melted, it was supposed to like clear my space, my energy, my whatever. And it could just be 20 bucks. I flushed down the toilet. I don't know. But it was like, you know what I mean? Like I was just into it. I was searching for something, obviously. But everything has a color, right? Is there a color? We're all energy. So I think it just vibrates at that color. 
if that makes sense. Oh, so it's not necessarily when you're working on my heart chakra, you see red or you see. Um, well, yes, I think the heart, the heart chakra is actually green. And I think the heart frequency, I think that frequency maybe is the same frequency as green. I'm, I'm really not sure of that. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Um, so when you became, I mean, you were already married and had kids when you decided to become a Reiki master, right? Mm -hmm. How was that received by your family, your then husband? Um, well, when I became a Reiki master, I was divorced or or not. Um, I think I was already, we were already separated. So I know he thought that was crazy. (laughs) Um, when I decided to tell people what I was doing, when I made that announcement via Facebook, (laughs) um, I was very, very nervous when I took the class that I took to, you know, after Reiki, when I took that nine month intuitive course, I did not tell anyone except one friend of mine and she was very supportive, but I did not tell anyone else. I was afraid my family would think I was crazy and spending too much money on that course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did it and I am so happy I did. It truly changed my life. Mm-hmm. And then yes, when I'm like, okay, I'm starting my own business. I made this post on Facebook saying what I was doing. And if anyone wanted me to practice on them and I could not believe how nervous I was posting that. I mean, my heart was racing. I could not believe how nervous I was. And I had a friend of mine from high school who texted me because he had seen the post and he was like, you're awesome. Good job. So proud of you. I mean, I was like all teary, like, oh my gosh. I have never been this nervous. I can't believe how nervous I am. And then getting all these comments of people wanting me, wanting me to practice on them just via, you know, distantly through Mm -hmm. Facebook text or phone and, uh, very well received, very well received that, you know, I was spot on and channeled for them really well. Um, definitely had heard people thinking I was crazy and, talking behind my back and a few, um, who I thought were friends who were saying these things, but you know, it, the positive definitely was more than the negative. So I, it didn't bother me too much. And I kept going. Yeah. I'm kind of at a place now too, where it's like, first of all, I'm too old to, to keep creating you know, friendships and like, I have to just attract my people, you know, and Mm -hmm. you've seen, you've seen my crazy Facebook videos and it's just like, it's just kind of where I'm holding, you know, I'm just this innate Valley girl from the eighties that just can't, you know, sounds like whatever, but you know, you're attracting your tribe. You're, you're attracting those people that are supposed to be with you. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I would be sad about those friends who couldn't support you in the way that you needed. Um, definitely. But now, I mean, you have your own business. I've been to your location. It's so sacred. It's like, all I want to do is have you wave that 
what do you wave in there? Sage or something or yeah, what? Yes. Worth every penny just for that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Just going in there and you're like, nobody knows I'm here. It smells divine. Here's this person, here's this person cleansing my energy, you know? And then, oh, and so another part, I don't think people realize it. And was this from the nine month program you did was the decks, right? Like Mm. after every time I've gone to you and, and you've done, um, you've worked your magic. Um, you pull a deck, right. And in the, yeah. you have told me that like, you just pull what you sense, like what you sense I might need. And so can you tell me a little bit more about the decks, um, and what they reflect and how you learn to read them? Sure. So yes, I have Oracle cards and tarot decks. Oracle cards are usually what I use uh, after a session with someone. I have them pick an Oracle card for extra guidance. And it's, they amaze me every time because they're always what we just talked about in the session. So it's like the universe saying, you know, hello, yes, this is what I mean. I started using those when I took that nine month course there was, um, you know, a little lesson on, on those. And then I always played around with tarot decks and tried to learn tarot and there are 78 cards in a tarot deck. And I just could not remember it. I could not, I'm like, I'm never going to remember what each of these cards mean. And it was actually during the original lockdown, March, 2020, I took an online course And however she taught it just spoke to me. I could just understand her or the way she taught. And I just learned it. I'm like, oh, I get it now. And so then I started reading tarot and doing tarot spreads. And so parties for people, I'll go in people's houses um, down at Deadlow on Wednesdays. And I do tarot spreads for people. Um, So yeah, just just an added little of course, added, everybody needs to sign up now, but like 78 cards, I didn't realize it was that much. And then what if like this, I know if you flip it and it comes out upside down, right. Then it means yeah. something different. And so yeah. I, I could pick like, I don't know. I don't know any of the cards, but I could pick something <laughs> and it could have a totally different meaning. Right. Yes. Upside down is usually like there's, you know, with the tarot spread, the tarot deck rather, um, you know, there are positive and negative energies to each card. So more the negative, if it's right side up, it's more the positive. Usually that's the best way to explain that. And and the shine free family where I do, that's a membership site and I do a tarot spread each week for every sign of the zodiac is <clears throat> what in there and yes energy updates but yes I, I do cards I do love the cards well I just signed up for your is it the 12 days of Christmas yeah. is that what it is 12 nights mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah. I just well, saw that you posted the second video so that's yeah. gonna be great Okay, so 78 cards, you do a spread, but like, mm-hmm. what, what does that mean, a spread? You're not spreading out 78 cards. 
No. So there's like a seven card spread that I do. The big, the two biggest that I do the most often are a seven card spread and then a 12 card spread. The 12 card spread is a big spread that I learned and it shows your current energy, the current situation, past two, really three future cards, um, opportunity. So it'll give a card where this is your opportunity right now. This is available if you want it. A card that shows what the universe is helping you with behind the scenes. Very validating. It's often a card that people are struggling with at the moment. And so it's like, yes, they are validating. They see you, spirit, angels, God, universe, whoever you believe in. They're helping you behind the scenes. They see that struggle. And then the seven card spread, the card at the top, which is the fourth card, is um, like your block. So that's a good spread to do. Like, okay, what, what is my block this week? And it has past and present and then your block and then guidance cards on how to get you through that block. So do you touch the cards or does the person? Do you know what I mean? Like if I touch them, is it my energy? Like, right. Obviously online, I touch them. If you're with me, I still shuffled. If I'm doing an Oracle deck after a session, I'll have the client shuffle them and pick their own card. If I'm spread, I will still shuffle, but I'll have you cut the deck. And then, um, and then I lay the spread out. Um, so the 12, the 12 spread takes how long? So like if you're downtown on a Wednesday and you, and you have a line of people and they all want to see you from six to nine, but they all want a 12 spread. I mean, are you there till midnight? Like how long? Yeah. Yeah. I would say about 15 minutes. Okay. I mean, obviously go longer. Um, but a lot of action going on here. It's a beautiful day out. Um, yeah, it can obviously take longer. We could sit and talk about it for a long time. But, you know, if I lie, I try to get people in 10 to 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you do that? Did you just go to the business and say, this is my gift. This is what I do. Can I rent a table? Like, do you rent a table? Like... How do you say? Yeah, no, I just asked them <laughs> if I could come in and do a tarot. Oh my gosh, I want to play with your dogs. They sound just, so fun. I know, they're cute dogs, but they are loud. Um, yeah, they were like, sure, you know, kind of helping both. You're bringing in business to us. People are coming in wanting to see you and having dinner and drinks. And then we're helping you by getting people. So, yeah. yeah. So how many different type of um, decks? Like, because I've been to your office, your sacred space. I shouldn't say office because it's much oh. more than that. You have like so many. Um, it's kind of a. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a good thing because I don't even know how you know how to like get them. I mean, I know you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I just did Reiki on Wendy. She definitely needs the coffee cards or whatever it is. Right. (laughs) I'm going to pull that, that deck. Mm -hmm. But um, I know you have a lot and I just, I don't know how you, you learn to read all of them. 
Yes. I mean, the Oracle cards are, are more like you pick a card and let's look in the book and see what the message is. The tarot decks, all 78 cards, really, they're the same in each deck. Okay. So each, each author, each illustrator has a little bit different take. And really, you can just use your intuition by actually reading the picture and looking into the picture on the card. Uh, but for the most part, it is, you know, this card and this tarot deck means this, this card means this you know have you ever been with a client and um like had a negative energy and then you had to tell them about it and and if so was it me (laughs) yeah (laughs) no I mean I don't know (laughs) I mean sometimes I'm like when you have such a gift like this you're not always in control of what comes to you right you could be working with a client and then you're like, Ooh, I don't know what to do with that. You know, I kind of read into them. Like, are they going to take this or like, can I say this or not? You know, I kind of tiptoe in when it's a negative situation. And then usually they know what, like, yes, they know there's something negative happening anyway. And then I'm like, well, yeah, it's not going to work out type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, has been death where like, I, I, the, the one I remember about the actual death, an actual person dying, um, this person knew her loved one was going to die. So it wasn't like, I was giving this earth shattering news, you know, it did show up in the cards, but it wasn't like, I was like, Oh, your loved one's going to pass away. You know, um, definitely relationships I've had where I'm like, yeah, this this isn't going to (laughs) last. I mean, I laugh. It's not funny. Um, but yeah, I actually client, he, well, I shouldn't probably say where he is, but he calls over the phone. We have over the phone sessions. And he um, said, you know, last time you told me my relationship wasn't going to work out and everything was going really well. So I kind of didn't believe you, but she just, we were supposed to go on a trip and she just canceled on me. And then she broke up with me. (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, sorry. (laughs) But then I'm like, you know, but it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't the right, right relationship right. anyway. You know, it wasn't, this wasn't good for you. And you and I both know, having been on the other side of this, it's exhausting to be in a relationship that is not good for you. You know, oh, not healthy, not, not healthy. Uh, Any written, yeah, not healthy. So let me ask you, can you like um, being a gifted um, intuitive healer and an empath like when you interact with your kids are you like ooh, like, <laughs> like I don't know I don't know I mean is that like one of the risks of of having this gift you know where you're just like you see not let you see dead people or whatever that movie was but mm-hmm. um, but like especially with your kids you live with them you've you created them like <laughs> 
you see like their energies and you're just like, you're going to want some magnesium today. Or, I mean, you know, like. (laughs) It is more uh, clearing their energy, I would say. Like one time my son came home from, he was in middle school at the time and he was just in a bad mood. And I was like, what's wrong? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, come on, what's wrong? I don't know. You know, typical. But all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute do you really not know? And he was like, no. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not your energy. I need to clear you. So I cleared him. And then he did, he felt better. And then a few months later, he came home and he was like, mom, can you clear me? I was like, yes. You know, they make fun of me all the time. But then when I get moments like that, I'm like, oh yes, let me get my stuff. (laughs) I clear your energy. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Now, I think I told you the story last time about my youngest who is really open. All my kids, I think, are sensitive, um, meaning open. But my youngest used to see people and she she would have these night terrors and she was seeing things. And when it first happened, I wasn't doing what I'm doing now. So I was kind of freaked out. She was freaking out, running all over the house, kept trying to like escape. Like she needed to get out of whatever room she was in. And we just could not, this was when I was still married and we could just not get her to calm down. She was just freaking. And finally we got her settled in her bed and she takes her little blanket up to her nose and she looked right at me and she goes, get all of these people out of my room. Yes. So I I did what you just did. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I was freaking out. I have goosebumps. I'm like, so how do you, how'd you do that? Well, that, you know, it was before I was doing what I'm doing. So I was scared. I was freaking out. And, you know, I used to be, this is interesting, actually, to me, at least, I used to be scared of everything. I used to be scared of ghosts and I grew up Catholic where, you know, we learned about the Virgin Mary appearing and I would pray at night. I mean, I remember being little in like fourth grade praying, like, do not appear to me in my room. Like I was scared to death. I was going to see something or see Mary appear, which now I'd be like, you know, please come. But um, when I started doing what I'm doing and opened up and really getting these messages, I'm not scared anymore. It's that fear went away. So, um, but yes, yeah, so then my daughter would continue to have these night terrors or whatever you call them, you know, um, every so often. And the last time it happened, we were here. I was, I was living where I am now. We were divorced and uh, same thing started happening. But I was like asking her like what she was seeing before I kind of like got her out of it. And she was like saying these voices. I mean, it, it was kind of freaky, the noises that she was repeating, that she was hearing and the faces that she was trying to explain. It was kind of creepy. And I said, finally, I said, okay. I said, say to them, go to the light. You say it, say, go to the light. And she said it and she, her whole body immediately relaxed. And she said it all went away. And then 
that what I do? Is that what I do? Like if I'm at dad's house and this happens, is that what I do? I'm like, yep, that's what you do. Knock on wood. It hasn't happened again since she has said that. I know, but I think, you know, some people's light are so strong and there is good and evil there. I mean, there is. So they're attracted to that light. So can I ask you as a Jewish person, I don't know anything about Mary appearing to you. So like, is that, (laughs) is that a thing? Like if she comes to you, are you like blessed or something or? Well, there there have been apparitions of Mary over, you know, there's Fatima where she's appeared to little kids. And then there was Medjugorje where she appeared to little kids. And when she was appearing in Medjugorje, that was when I was in grade school. So that was very current in my household to talk about that. My grandma was very into that whole story. She went over to Medjugorje and visited and, um, and, and I believed it. I, I believe in those apparitions, but at the time I was scared of it at the same time. I just remember laying in bed thinking, oh my God, Mary's going to appear to me. <laughs> And I was like, don't, don't show me, don't show me, don't show me. That's a lot of stress for a little one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's the Virgin Mary. I mean, it's a very peaceful, loving, you know, spirit. Um, But, but, uh, you know, I used to be scared of everything. And so since you have tapped into your gift and you have, actively began practicing it has that fear just rolled off you are you just like you know it really does does. it's amazing I mean every now and then I'll get a feeling that someone is by me and like a guide or an angel and it's very powerful that sometimes it's a little scary and then I have to really and I don't know that scary is even the word, but a little bit like, mm, and I have to settle in. And sometimes it is a positive guide trying to get my attention, but it's so powerful that it's like a little like, okay, who is this in my energy? Oh my gosh. Oh. That is so cool. <laughs> so then, okay. So you're like my Reiki master. Do you go to somebody then to help? Oh, you? yeah. Okay. Yeah. I go to somebody because I need, you know, I mean, we all need our own guidance and I need to get cleared too and just kind of refreshed and get everybody off of me. And yes. But how do you do that in between clients? Because like if you have back-to-back clients, mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you do to kind of shake off my, my mojo and then like get mm-hmm. ready for, you know, I don't know, is it like being at baseline, like being open and like getting I mean yeah I I was not good at it for a long time and I I definitely had some bad anxiety bouts um after I first started and my my healer told me to put a bowl of water under the table so I don't know if you've noticed that but there's a bowl of water under my massage table with a crystal in it and that water takes negative energy So I do that. That has helped. And then I light a candle for everyone. 
um, for each client and they have their own little tea light candle. And so after in between clients, I will like, I'll actually shake and move around my body and pick up my feet. And then I, it's as if I'm like blowing your energy out of me into your candle. So that's kind of been a little, my, my latest technique to try to clear my energy off. I love that. I have not yeah. noticed the wa- the water. Next time I will. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness! I never thought. The, I mean, water has so many properties and significance in so many different ways. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so we need to tell people. Um, Moira is at. I said your name right, right? Moira. I'm saying yes. okay, because like I've been practicing, and in my head it was one thing. Okay, <laughs> so shinefree.co, right? Co. Okay, yeah. she's a Reiki master. She's an intuitive healer. I have not only gone to her in person, but sometimes I'll just sign up for a check-in on the phone, and it's it's mm-hmm. just as spot on. It is, if not even more so like this last time when you're just, Oh my gosh. I was like, how did you know that? You know? (laughs) And it was like, it was the confirmation I needed because sometimes, and I don't know if it's women primarily, but you just feel like you're on a hamster wheel, you know, and you're just Mm -hmm. going and going and you're like, am I getting anywhere? Am I doing anything like, and, and, you know, talk about trying to, to cleanse your own energy, um, just to have somebody who has that gift to, to key into it and be like, A, you're not crazy, Wendy. Two, right. this is what's going on. And three, go get a coffee, right? Right. So like, exactly. exactly. So this is her website. Um, and like she was saying earlier, there's different memberships. Like you have explained the reading again, because it's the first 12 days of December, right? Yes. So the 12 days of light is uh, 12 days and we started on December 1st, but you can still join and everything will be there. So I do either a meditation or an exercise every 12 days, every day for 12 days uh, to clear your energy, to really help you through the holidays. There's going to be one about manifesting money. There's going to be one to help you try to use your own intuition and connect with a deceased loved one. And then um, exercise about boundaries and really, again, clearing your energy off confidence, meditation, um, Archangel Michael is big. We're, we're having Archangel Michael help us um, clear, protect our energy and really help you through the holidays because the holidays are hard for a lot of people. And, um, you know, especially people who are open and, and sensitive, we're kind of picking up energy and it's, it can be very stressful around the holidays. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So um, this is going to be Hanukkah night number five tonight, <laughs> your episode. And so when I post your episode, we're going to put your website in the comments. And um, really, I, I cannot speak highly enough about um, all of your gifts, because when you were referred to me, you know, I was going through my divorce. I was thinking that, you know, I was crazy. You know, what was I doing leaving a marriage for 18 years and 
you know, trying to reframe what my, what I thought my life would be into what I would hope it would be. And, and, Mm. um, you know, I do believe in the energy really is so critical and it's so key, um, to kind of have that, that reading and that barometer. And it was, it was crucial for me in getting through some of those harder things. So, um, I think if anyone's really on the fence about it, it is definitely something to explore. Um, I had a good friend, he recently passed this summer, um, very unexpectedly, and he was a Reiki master and he kept saying, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. You just don't understand the benefits of consistent Reiki work. And, um, you know, when I leave your sessions, I'm calmer, like everything's clear. You know, I just, I wish I could afford it weekly. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a gift. It really is. And so um, I'm very grateful that you were able to spend another hour. <laughs> yes. <with me. laughs> I will not touch it until my 12 year old can help me with it tonight. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But um, you really do. You have such a beautiful gift and I'm so grateful that I got connected with you because, um, you've helped me so much in more ways than, you know, so I'm very grateful. Thank you, Mara, so much. So, um, we're going to sign off and have a great day and listen for Hanukkah night number five tonight. It's going to be great. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Be well. Thank you. All right.